Today's reading is the 100th Psalm. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the word of the Lord. Psalm 100 is one of the very first passages of scripture I remember learning back in Sunday school. Growing up in the Methodist Church in Oakdale, we were encouraged to commit it to memory. And once we did, we got a prize. The entirety of that brief psalm is so upbeat, sets such a joyful tone. There are the comforting passages of being included in the Lord's flock, among the sheep of his pasture. And the closing phrase of Psalm 100, For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. That's just so reassuring. Between those two references, in verse 4, we read, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. An ideal verse for Thanksgiving Sunday, if ever there was one. I've been fascinated this week by that phrase, give thanks. Both words are familiar. We all know what give means. To give is to bestow, to contribute. When we say someone is giving, we mean that person is generous, unselfish. And we know what thanks means, too. Thanks is an expression of gratitude, an acknowledgement of a gift. Now, usually when those two words are put together, it's a holiday. Thanksgiving Day, celebrated as a national holiday on the 4th Thursday of November. But I looked up the word in my American Heritage Dictionary, and Thanksgiving, when it is not capitalized, is defined this way. An act of giving thanks, an expression of gratitude, especially to God. Those words just seem to fit together naturally, don't they? Thanksgiving, giving thanks. We give our thanks. We bestow our expressions of gratitude. Thanks is a gift. Now, there's another way of thinking about that two-word phrase when we arrange the words in alphabetical order, not the way they are in the holiday. Giving thanks. 
in our giving, we express our gratitude, especially to God. Giving thanks God. When we give, whether it's a gift of time or talent or gifts of treasure that we place in the offering plate, we're saying thank you to God who has been generous beyond measure toward us. Giving is a natural way to show appreciation for all that God has done, all that God continues to do, and all that God promises to do in the days to come. Giving thanks God. This past week I've been struck by two things. First, it occurs to me that if you're like me, you're looking forward to sitting down to Thanksgiving dinner with our own modern families. But at the same time, I can't help but think about families who have suffered loss this year. The passing of loved ones, concerns over physical or financial health, and so many who have been devastated by natural disasters, fires, floods, storms, and even families right here in Turlock who face food insecurity, housing instability, who may be just one missed paycheck away from such a situation. And I can't help but wonder, thinking of people right here in our area, if this might be an empty Thanksgiving for them. But then the second consideration, the one that nearly overwhelmed me, is the fact that the idea of thanksgiving has so often been most meaningful and most deeply heartfelt during times of great adversity. Back in the dark days of 1929, a group of ministers in the Northeast gathered to discuss how they were going to conduct their Thanksgiving Sunday services. Things were about as bad as they could get, with no sign of relief. The stock market had plummeted, the bread lines were depressingly long, and the term Great Depression seemed an apt description for the mood of the country. The ministers talked about maybe lightly touching on the subject of thanksgiving in deference to the human misery all around them. After all, there was so little for which to be thankful. But it was Dr. William L. Steiger, pastor of a large congregation in that city, that rallied the group. This was not the time, he suggested, to give mere passing mention to thanksgiving, just the opposite. This was the time 
for the nation to get matters in perspective and to give thanks to God for the blessings always present, but perhaps obscured due to intense hardship. Think of the pilgrims on that first Thanksgiving. Half their number dead, a people without a country. But still, they gathered to give thanks to God. Their gratitude was not conditional upon their temporary circumstances. And it was that same sense of gratitude that led Abraham Lincoln to formally establish the first national Thanksgiving Day in the midst of the Civil War, when the list of casualties seemed to have no end and this very nation was struggling for survival. The most intense moments of thankfulness are found not in times of plenty, but when difficulties abound. Martin Rinkert was born in the little town of Eilenburg in Germany in 1586. He was the son of a poor coppersmith, but somehow he managed to work his way through an education. In 1617, he entered the ministry, assuming the post of archdeacon in his hometown parish. A year later, what came to be known as the Thirty Years' War broke out, and his town was caught right in the middle. In 1637, the massive plague that swept across the continent ravaged Eilenburg. People perished at the rate of 50 a day. And the man called upon to bury most of them was Pastor Martin Rinkart. In all, over 8,000 people died, including Martin's own wife. His labors finally came to an end 11 years later, just one year after the conclusion of the war. His ministry spanned 32 years, all but the first and the last, overwhelmed by the great conflict that engulfed his town. Dark times in which to be thankful. Yet in 1663... He wrote these words, the text of our hymn of reflection this morning. Now thank we all our God with heart and hands and voices who wondrous things has done in whom his world rejoices. It takes a magnificent spirit to come through such hardship and express such gratitude. Those of us whose homes are whole and 
whose families will gather intact to feast and laugh and enjoy each other's company, have an opportunity to add a measure of depth to our thanksgiving by asking this question as we take our places around the table on Thursday. How can we give thanks to God for all our blessings in such a way that others will be blessed? Our volunteers in mission team is back from Middletown and they've almost all recovered from the colds they brought home with them. I don't think it's too soon for us to start recruiting our next team perhaps to serve in paradise. And those of us who may not be able to go in person might be able to contribute financially to help support the efforts of those who can go on our behalf. And certainly we can all support them in prayer. We can help Turlock together by donating our loose coins through the month of November and help to fill barrels of non-perishable food and toys to be distributed to families in need across our region during the Christmas season. We can support our junior high youth groups, Bags of Compassion service project, providing water bottles, socks, gloves, and granola bars for the homeless at Christmas time. Today, we can give thanks through our Thanksgiving offering, enabling our church to grow, serve, and celebrate together in God's love. This Thursday, as we pause on Thanksgiving, Let's be encouraged to consider how we will give thanks throughout this holiday season in ways that both express our deep gratitude and profound appreciation to God, while at the same time helping to ease the suffering of so many children of God around the world, across our country, and throughout our area. Will you pray with me? Generous Lord, thank you seems such an inadequate expression to offer the depth of gratitude we feel for your many blessings to us. We give thanks for life. We give thanks for love. We give thanks for all the ways you express your care for us. We ask you to help us determine ways we can commit our time, our talents, and our treasures to thank you by sharing with others. Whatever shape our giving thanks may take. 
spending time assisting in disaster recovery efforts as volunteers in mission, donating to share food and clothing for those in need, or inviting a neighbor who might otherwise be alone to take a place at our Thanksgiving table. May we truly express the depth of gratitude we feel for all you have done for us, all you continue to do to bless us, and for the ways we trust you will show us your love in the future. As with each and every new day, you inspire us to find new ways to give thanks. Amen. May our eyes be open to the blessings that surround us. May our hearts be filled with gratitude, which inspires generosity. May our hands be ready to reach out and share. May we give thanks as we live thanks in this holiday season and day after day after day after day. Amen. listening to this podcast of the First United Methodist Church in Turlock, California. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons non-commercial share-alike license. For more information about our church, visit www.fumcturlock or call the church at 209-668-3000. Visitors are always welcome. And now, may the peace of the Lord dwell in your hearts this day. And may God bless you.